Welcome back to the show. We're so happy to have you here today. We're going to talk about goal setting. It's going to be a lot of fun because who doesn't like setting goals? Uh, But before we start this episode, uh, this is just a reminder that if you like what you're hearing from us, we are offering some uh, coursework and coaching on wackyteacherpreneurs.com. You got to go check out the website, if only to check out our beautiful faces, because our faces are all over this thing. You're going to love it. And we even have a waiting list. Like if you see something you like and you can't get it, you can get on the waiting list and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's just, you should check out this website. I, I can't wait to show it off to all my friends and family. So I want you to see it too. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw. Unfiltered. Real. Let's get started. Goals for this podcast. We're talking about goal setting. So Amanda is going to kind of start us off with, (laughs) apparently I'm being completely ridiculous. Well, it looks like you're like, (laughs) because you got to go to YouTube um, and check out our actual video because it looks like Jess is like talking to a is that a parakeet (laughs) yeah his name is chipper well and my dog am i i'm talking to a dog now (laughs) okay so go check out our youtube channel too which is a link there's a link to it in the show notes we'll put that in the show show notes every time so we're gonna do behind the scenes in of our this brand new business that we've started wackyteacherpreneurs.com and so our goals for this business and this, this podcast, I want to talk about those goals. And as I'm reading these goals, I am going, uh, just pay attention to, uh, you know, what they are and like how specific they are and they, they are, they have specific numbers, not all of them. Um, so yeah, here they are. So. What's our goal? Our goal, our ultimate goal is to help teacherpreneurs avoid mistakes in their business, avoid the mistakes that Jess and I have made, the many, many, many millions of mistakes we've made and help them avoid those. Um, But they might make them too. And so if they do, you know, just being there, like being a support system for other fellow teacherpreneurs, because I think teacherpreneurs are like, I'm just the most incredible human beings on planet earth. Um, they have huge hearts and they work their asses off. I was going to say butts, but I said ass. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Um, we want to empower teacherpreneurs to impact the world with their creative ideas. And we want them to be able to make money from those creative ideas. We also have a financial goal and we have a goal for the number of people we want to buy our new course, right? So our financial goal 
we want to replace our teaching salaries so that we can quit teaching. And my salary in California, do you want to know how much I made? Well, I'm yeah. all the way over, all the way over on lane D because like you were talking about in the last episode, how much you love college, me too. So I just kept going to school, 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 even after teaching. So I accumulated like a hundred credits or something like beyond my degree. Uh, yeah, I got like my math endorsement. I have an elementary license and a secondary license. Did you know that? Like I could teach kindergarten and I could teach 12th graders. Um, so anyway, so just, I'm saying that because not all teachers in California make this much. I also worked for a very high paying school district. So I made about a hundred thousand dollars a year as a teacher. I know that sounds shocking. It's really expensive to live in California. And that is how much I would love to make in my businesses, my multiple businesses, like combined, I would like to make that much money next year. So 2023, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Is it possible? I believe it's possible. I know it's possible. And I feel like when you make a goal, you have to like really believe that it's possible because if you don't believe it's possible, then it's probably not going to happen. What do you think, Jess? And then are that, those are our, all our goals. Did I miss anything? Yeah, yeah I think that's perfect. Um, wow. You make a lot more in California than we do in Nevada, but I've always, I've had this weird, like not a yearly goal because I think it's really hard to divide everything by 12. And I always think in months, right? but I've always wanted to make $10,000 a month. I've just been like, if I had 10 grand right now, everything would be great. You know, like make that as like income. And so, and then that's actually kind of close to, that's actually more than a hundred thousand a year. It is. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. And I just, and it's, um, it's important that you, like, I heard this really cool quote once. I know we do a lot of cheesy quotes and it's actually, it's probably not that cool. It was like a laundry room plaque or something. And it was like, if your goals, <laughs> if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. And I don't, I don't really think 10,000 a month scares me. But, you know, like maybe it needs to be 20,000 a month. I don't know. But I still can't stop cracking up about you just talking to me. It looks like I'm trying to make out with the bird half the time. I know. Okay. So then let's talk about our why. Why this goal? Because it's important to kind of dig a little bit deeper into like, okay, well, why do you want to make? $120,000 a year or $20,000 in a month, you know, or, or even you could make a goal of like how many, how much do you want to make from the selling of your course? You know, I mean, I know teacherpreneurs who who've made like $60,000 just from selling a course in a matter of a few weeks, like people, this is a thing. It's real. Like I have friends, real life human teachers who accomplish this. I don't know. We do need to believe that it's possible because it is. And when my friends accomplish something like that, like I'm like, whoa, that is cool because you know what that means? I can accomplish it too. But like, why? 
I don't know. Yeah, why? Why do you want that much money? Who needs that much money? Well, um, I mean, I think, do we want to like keep going? Like, do you want me, do you want to ask me why over and over and over again to dig deeper and deeper and deeper? Is that like kind of what you want to do? Like, is your why, like, is your why because you've seen other people doing it and you know you can? Was that your answer? No, I don't, I don't oh. think that's my why. Oh, well, no, like that's kind of what it sounded like your why was, is like you've seen like, you know, people that are really successful with this, you've seen them and they've kind of like inspired you. And you're like, well, it's almost like you're thinking like, why not me? You know, why, why can't I do that? I think sure. a lot of people, people at home are probably listening, thinking that too. Like, wow, that's a really, like, every time I see something like this, like a TikTok or a reel and someone's like, oh, I made this amount of money this month doing this. I'm just like, oh, that's really cool. Like it always inspires me kind of like when you see other people doing something, you're kind of like, well, if they can do it, maybe I can too. And I mean, it sounds like a cheesy why, because I know like 99.9% of people are like, it's for my family, you know, like it's for my, (laughs) you know. Uh Oh, poor Jess is coughing um, on her bird. (laughs) Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, no, that's totally sure. Uh, but I also think, um, why would it be nice to have more money than you need? Well, I want to donate money to like charities and like solve global warming and like social justice. I'm like, truly, I care deeply about social justice issues, especially in our education system. So like, if I have a lot of money, I can help those causes, you know, I can, and, and helping teacherpreneurs who, you know, are kind of stuck with teaching as their career. And they feel like that's all that, you know, they put all of this money into getting their teaching credential and all of this time going to college and, and doing these things. And then they feel stuck. And I want to help them realize that there are other options. I also want to help kids, you know, like my daughter is, is she college bound? I don't know. I don't want to force her to go to college. I want her to realize that there are other opportunities in this digital internet, crazy world beyond college. Am I, I don't know. I'm, what do you think? Yeah. I was just wondering if like you had like a specific, I mean, I think those are all great, but I read this one book and I actually grabbed a different book. I was looking for the book that I read, but it was all about like millionaires and people that are really wealthy and sort of like how a lot of people have like a really poor money mindset. Like they don't want to admit that they want to be wealthy. Like they think it's kind of a, kind of like they see themselves as being greedy for wanting more, but really money and wanting more money just gives us more choices to do what we want to do. Right. Like it would give your daughter more choices in the future. You know, it's just like, it gives like having that generational wealth bill. It just gives your family and you more options on what, like, that's all wealth is. It's just having more choices in life. So yeah, I was just kind of wondering, 
Um, and then I, I ended up grabbing a book. It was sitting right behind me. It's called Start With Your Why. Have you ever read it before? I have. Simon Sinek. Yeah. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, I, like I do too. Uh, okay. So you have two possible ways that people can uh, set goals but I also have a story about like not being very intentional about setting goals, especially specific goals when it comes to numbers and like financial goal. Cause there's different types of goals, right? Um, do I, should I tell that story or do you want to talk about the two possible ways to set goals? Um, Maybe I'll talk about the two ways to set goals and then you can tell your story, Okay, you know, about how, because I feel like it, like after I talk about them, you know, your story is about like not doing one of them. Yeah. I mean, they, they can both be important. Um, I feel like there's two different goal setting methods and what we as teachers are used to is the smart goals and smart goals always have numbers in them. They always have dates in them. Like I'm going to make uh, this amount of improvement by this date. It could be uh, pounds that people want to lose or money they want to save or money they want to make, but it's always like, I'm going to do X by this date. And sort of by putting numbers and dates to everything, you're, you're setting yourself a goal that you can track to see how close you get to it. And then you're giving yourself a timeline. And a lot of people feel like that's really, really important for setting goals. And I, I've done both. Um, I've, I've done it that way. And then I've also done it kind of like this new way I've been reading about is by it's more of mindset goals of like, if you did achieve this goal, like if you did make a hundred thousand this next year, how would you feel? Like what kind of feelings would be flowing through your body and your mind? How would you really feel if you achieve the goal? Like more of like, how do you want to feel every day? A lot of people don't focus on the fact that we all want to feel happiness. We all want to feel content, right? And we, we don't often set that as our goal. Like a lot, like how many little kids, like, do you ask, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You don't ask them how they want to feel when they grow up, you know, and it really should be about how you want to feel every day, not like what you want to be you know? And so it's kind of a weird way of thinking about things because as teachers, we're so used to smart goals, but I think in our businesses, sometimes because maybe because we get slammed with this at school and it's not very fun. I think it is hard to think of both in your business, right? So anyway, just two different ways. I kind of have been going more of the mindset direction, but I do think getting clear about your financial goals and having dates attached is important. It can motivate you. So do you want to tell your story now? Um, sure. I just, but when you were talking, I was really thinking about um, just how do I want to feel like, or how would it feel to make a hundred thousand dollars? And seriously, a red flag popped up for me. It did. When you were talking about that, I was like, well, I would feel like, okay, what's next? You know, like, and that's, I feel like that's a problem because, well, yeah, because it's like, I just am such a go, go 
person. I'm so driven. And sometimes that can be really, really unhealthy. And I don't stop and celebrate like, how would that feel if I made a hundred thousand dollars with my businesses online? Like, wait, stop a second and really feel that not just a second, stop like a month (laughs) and really like celebrate that because usually when I meet a goal, it's like, oh, that's, um, I'm done with that now. What's the next thing, you know? And so like, I just, I don't know. I wanted to speak to that really quickly because I think it is kind of problematic and it's definitely something that I'm currently working on um, is slowing down and being in the moment and feeling my body and getting out of my head and not constantly plowing through and anyways. um, So I was going to tell a story. So yeah. So in another episode, I talked about like the first four years of my TPT business and feeling, and also I started, you know, my, the teach box with Amanda, this membership uh, for a year. And, and I just was feeling like I wasn't, well, I had no goals. It was just, I wanted to make more money. Right. And that was just all, that was it. And I felt like so frustrated because I felt like I was working really, really hard. I was teaching full-time plus I was working nights on my business and I was just working, 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 and I still wasn't making very much money at all. And so I took B school and the first module in B school is called profit clarity. And she has you Marie Forleo. She has you kind of list out all of your products, how much they are, She even has you come up with like what percent that product is of your, your revenue. And like all my products were like $10, $10, $10, $10. And, and like her examples, you know, were a bunch of different products, different prices. And she talks about, you know, having like a, like a high ticket type of product. And I was like, no wonder I'm not making any money. Like all I'm selling are these like little one-off, like $10 products. Not that you can't make a lot of money with the $10 product, but they were all so many random products. And like, I did the math and I was like, wait, if I want to make $5,000 a month, I want to have to sell like 500 or 600 of these, (laughs) these $10 products. Like, how am I going to make that happen? And it definitely gave me clarity on like my numbers that I'd never had before. And so it just was a really like eye-opening for me. Uh Uh-oh, Jess is frozen or maybe my computer's frozen. Okay, we're back. So if you wanna make money off of a $10 product, you need to make a product line right? So like a bunch of $10 products, put them all together because you need something that's going to be a hundred dollars, $200, $300. Like you got to have like a bigger ticket thing. If you want to meet a goal, like making $5,000 in a month. Right. Um, so anyways, I do think that math is important when it comes to setting goals. What's next. Well, uh, you said you had a really cool planner that helps you with goal setting and that you could share some stuff out of it. 
Yeah. So I love Michael Hyatt's full focus planner because it it does, it has, you can set yearly goals, you can set quarterly goals and you can set daily, weekly goals and daily goals. You can get really geeked out on goals. Um, but so, and we are going to talk about, well, like, what if you keep making goals and not meeting them, uh, in this episode, but yeah, it's really cool. So like, uh, can you see that? You can't see cause my filter. <laughs> um, so, and it's cool because in the goal details, it's, you know, you have a summary of your goal. It's you pick which domain it's in. Is it spiritual, parental, intellectual, social, emotional, vocational, physical, avocational, financial, marital, marital, marital. Um, and then your motivations, like what's motivating you to meet that goal. And that's kind of what you were talking about, like this feeling that you're going to have once you meet it. Um, and then your next steps for meeting that goal, because I think often we set goals and then we never look at them again. And so I'm really good at meeting daily goals I'm and weekly goals, but the longer term goals, the like monthly goal or the yearly goal, like that's harder for me, I think, to kind of keep track of. <laughs> so I think it is important to make like if once you make your yearly goal, then break it down into like, okay, if that's my goal for the year, what do I need to do each month? What do I need to do each week? What do I need to do each day? And I think these planners can really help with that. Uh, the full focus planner, really, really awesome. I have like 10 of them because there's you they're quarterly. So you get a planner each quarter and you can actually sign up for a subscription. Maybe I should become an affiliate. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I totally agree with that. I was actually reading a little bit about goal planning before our episode. And that's exactly what it said is that a lot of people just rock at daily goals. It is hard staying consistent with them, but most people can do them for a week, right? Like they want to work out for three days. They want to drink water every day. They want to take their vitamins or go for a walk. They can do that. But what's really hard is going in reverse of a big goal. It's really hard to take a giant goal, like you want to make $100,000 in one year and breaking that down by month, by week, by day, but then like really sticking to what you need to do every single day to do that. So that was interesting. Like, it sounds like a really cool planner and hopefully you do get an affiliate link for that. Yeah, we'll see. You'll see it'll be in the show notes if I get it. Okay. What's next here? Movement planning. What is that? Yeah. So you mentioned that like a lot of times you don't make your goals. And I think everyone, like, I I don't know a single person who's ever made a new year's resolution and actually accomplished it. Right. Like people do so many goals. It's fun making lists, especially if you're a teacher, you probably like having cool pens and paper. That's what I like. Sometimes I just like writing lists of things because I just like it. Right. But like, it's a lot harder to accomplish your goals. And so I read about this movement a while ago and it's actually called like, uh, making a movement, right? Like it's called, it's, it's the making of movement, movement, movement. And it's all about like, when you start a business or you launch product or, you know, you start selling things, whether it's online or in real life and in person. Um, it's all about like, can you attach a movement? 
like a social movement to what you're doing to make it more meaningful to you. Because if you're able to attach like a deeper meaning than just your wants and needs, like something that would benefit society as a whole, you're more likely to work towards your goals. And so I've just noticed that some people do this pretty well in the teacher world. And a lot, I think the most popular way of doing this is people will donate a percentage of their profits to something that they're passionate about, right? Like I'm really passionate about um, X, Y, Z. Like I can't even think of something now. (laughs) I'm really passionate about this. Um, I know that I don't know, say childhood diabetes. I have pre-diabetes, so I guess I can talk about that. Um, childhood diabetes. And, and, and so people, you know, they donate money or they, they have their business, like they, they go to these events and you can, you know, sponsor something at the event, right. In your business name. And it just makes you feel more connected to the community. Like you're actually helping someone outside of yourself and your immediate family. Um, I know that there's one um, teacher that sells like teacher shirts, like teacher t-shirts. And every time she sells a shirt, she donates um, a banned book to a kid, right? Like a book that's been banned. And I think that's really cool. So like, instead of looking at her sales as like t-shirt sales, she looks at it as like, books that she's giving to kids that maybe they can't access anymore because they live in a uh, wacky state that like a bad wacky state right <laughs> so wacky. yeah like a bad wacky not a good wacky like us but yeah. I just thought that was really really cool um, and then another thing people do just to put more meaning into their into their business and into achieving their goals besides just like sponsoring things or donating money Um, A lot of times people stand behind like research, like they find real research, you know, so they believe in their mission a little bit more when they have research backing it. And I mean, promoting something that's research-based as a movement itself. And I think that we're seeing this right now um, in the teacher world, people are getting really excited about this, um, the science of reading, right? Like it's becoming huge, like phonics is in again, and people are getting really excited about it. And it's just, there's just a lot of research that kind of promotes it now. And I think like when you have something like you really believe in the science behind something, the research behind something, it can make you more passionate about your, your topic. And it is a, it, you make it more of a movement than just you selling something. And I think that's just a cool way of looking at this is like, you're setting these goals, you know, you have your why, but you can have like an even bigger why that goes outside of yourself. It's like creating a legacy, which I think is really cool. I think that's all we could ever wish for in life. Yeah, I I love that. Um, I think we should wrap up though with, with, well, what if you keep setting goals and not meeting them? Because that's happened to me over and over and over again. Like I'm looking at my Michael Hyatt planner, you know, and I definitely have goals in here that. I never reached. So for example, one of my goals was to help 500 teachers by getting them to join my workshop teacher school, teachers, middle school teachers who teach using reading and writing workshop. 
I wanted to have 500 members in workshop teacher school. Never met that goal. I always only had about 130 members. I never got up to 500. And I kept beating myself up about it, you know, like, damn it, why? I'm trying so hard. I'm working so hard. I'm like doing these Facebook ads and I'm doing these webinars. And like, I still only have like this many people. And, and honestly, like when I look back on it, I realize there's a reason I wasn't meeting that goal. And it's because I, well, I wasn't doing that many webinars and I wasn't doing that many Facebook ads because I was teaching and I was being a mom and I had a freaking full plate, you know? And so like being realistic about what we can actually accomplish, I think we need to be like, you know, we really need to talk to that. Because sometimes we set these like huge goals or whatever, these scary, bold, audacious goals, and then we don't meet them. And then we beat ourselves up about it when we shouldn't, because there's a reason we didn't meet that goal. And it's okay. I just want I just wanted to talk about that. What do you think about all of that? Uh, well, I think one thing that people never, they never really look at like the big picture. Like if you had never set a goal of 500 teachers, would you have even helped a hundred? True. Like that is a huge accomplishment. If you had set a goal of a hundred, maybe you would have only done enough work to attract 20, right? Yeah. But since you did set kind of a big goal, even though you didn't achieve it, like you still accomplished something pretty great. I mean, you, you were helping over a hundred teachers. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot more teachers than that, that were in your building. That's like three or four schools worth of teachers you were helping them. You were like uh, doing the job of a superintendent practically, like helping them with this. Right. I mean, you were, you were helping, like, I mean, just imagine a hundred teachers, those 130 teachers sitting in front of you. That's a lot of people that you were helping, but if you didn't have the 500 goal, would you have kept pushing yourself, you know? And so like, I think you could look at it one way. It's like the glass half empty or half full, right? Like, you know, you did, you didn't meet your goal and now you can look back and reflect and see what your mistakes were and give yourself grace because you were a full-time teacher trying to make this like crazy goal. Right. Like, but you, you also were a full-time teacher that ran a membership for over a hundred teachers. Who does that? Nobody. You know, like, I don't know anyone else who's a full-time teacher, a mom, a wife, you know, that's, that does all the things that you do that was running a membership of over a hundred people. Right. So like you, I think like when you do fail at your goals, you should look at like what you were able to achieve and that that was huge. I love that. I love you. Thank you. No, I mean it because like, it is an issue that I have, like not, not, not celebrating and not like giving myself enough grace and like, you know, just the, yeah, like just being kind to myself. Um, and so hard. mm -hmm. We're our own worst critic, right? Like I'm looking at you, like, I've told a lot of people, about your membership, right? Like, I've been like, oh, my buddy Amanda has this membership and she has like a lot of teachers that she's helping through that. 
You know, there's probably a lot of people, you know, that talk about you and your achievements, but here you are beating yourself up because you didn't hit this one like number, Yeah, you know, but like other people see you as like a role model, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's definitely important to, um, see things from different perspectives and points of view. So thank you. Um, (laughs) do we have anything else we want to talk about in terms of setting goals or should we, I think we're, I think we did great. I mean, we're always going to talk about this more and offer more supports in our course and coaching group. So if you're interested in learning more, you want some one-on-one help, that's the place to find us on wackyteacherpreneurs.com. And what's the next, what's the next show topic? I totally forgot. Branding. Branding. And you're like an expert at branding. What? So oh, you're going to have a lot to say about this. <laughs> Maybe we can tell like our, our blogging website fights. We can talk yeah. about it. I think it'll come up, but you are an expert at branding. I've always thought so. Wow. Well, Gosh, I feel like so good about myself. (laughs) Well, good. I hope everyone at home feels good too. So I guess until next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I'm ending it. She's petting the parakeet. Okay, seriously, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.